What is going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode 111.3. And we are continuing and finishing our playthrough of Yakuza 4. Today I have with me Matt. Hello. And yeah, last we left off, we were in the shoes of uh, Tony Mora, who was the uh, the detective, the beat cop, and um, we're now moving on to a very familiar face, someone we've actually met before already in this game, Kazuma Kiryu. Perhaps you've heard of him. Perhaps you've heard of him. The uh, the fourth chairman of the Tojo clan. It's kind of a big deal. Also the owner of um, Morning Glory Orphanage. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And once again, I have to say, nobody dies in this game, it seems like. Yeah, I couldn't believe this one because given... The resiliency that some people seem to have to bullets. I still thought there was not a chance that that wall top... I mean, how many times was he shot? Multiple times. There's no way he could have survived that. And then here he is. And then falls off a cliff. Yeah. And I'm just like, alright. So, Hamazaki washes up on the shore just so happens to wash up on the shore of Kazuma Kiryu. Uh, how, how coincidental that is. Yeah, I wonder what else he's found. Everything from the prison seems to wash up on the shore. His yeah. shore. And, um, yeah, Kiryu brings him in. And, uh, Haruka wants nothing to do with it. She remembers him. That's that guy that stabbed you last year. Yeah, she's pissed. Yeah. I'm no, I don't trust him at all. And Kiryu's like, well, he came a long way to come tell me this, so we're going to talk to him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if we remember correctly, uh, during the prison break, uh, Hamazaki uh, stole a ledger uh, from the, uh, I guess, the warden's office. Yeah. And um, he shows Kiryu it, and Kiryu is shocked. Basically, this ledger has everything you need to take down this entire organization. And by organization, the police. The police working with the Yakuza. Basically, they were filtering money to the police this is alright so this is the most insane plot ever <laughs> like even for Yakuza yeah so so oh man the Yakuza were making money doing their shady work and they had made they had made a deal with the police force to give them Money. The police force was then going to use that dirty money to build a private, secret prison off the shore of Okinawa 
penitentiary number two, which is where Hamazaki and and uh, uh, Sajime uh, were locked up. They didn't do that piece for the Yakuza, right? They basically... So the the only thing the Yakuza were getting out of this deal was protection? Partially, yes. But, let, let, well, it comes later on, but I'm going to go ahead and describe it. I, I, I'm, I'm done beating around the bush. Um, so, basically, they were going to build the penitentiary, lock up the hardcore Yakuza people there, but... In the end, they were planning on letting out all those hardcore Yakuza people back onto the streets so it would make the police force look better because then they would have more crime so that the police force would then get more money from the people to take care of the crime. Yeah, yeah, basically getting money from both directions. And I'm just like, what? This sounds crazy. It's like, you know, the deer population is really too high. So we're going to release a bunch of wolves. Well, now the wolves are going kind of crazy. So now we got to release something else to kill the wolves. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. But yeah, that, that that's the grand scheme right there. So, and this, this ledger shows it all. In fact, they go into it. That original, so from Yakuza 1, when Nishikiyama blew up a part of Millennium Tower with all that money, the, the 10 billion yen, that 10 billion yen was originally going to be used to go to the police force to start the penitentiary. And the other reason that the police were using the penitentiary was to maintain a little bit of control, right? Because now they can they can put in prison anyone who's kind of challenging their authority of this whole scheme, right? Anybody who got too big, which is essentially what they one of their biggest issues with the yakuza when the when the yakuza were getting too too public or too outspoken about things, they wanted to assert some control. Yeah, they could just make people disappear essentially. Yeah, and then kill them in penitentiary number two. Yeah. And then, or, quote, rehabilitate guys in penitentiary number two and release them saying, go make a ruckus, we won't do anything to you, and we'll get paid for it. So, it's crazy. Good deal, though, for them. Yeah, no kidding, right? So, after all this is said and done, obviously, Hamazaki's like, look, I've obviously done you wrong. I want you to have this ledger. I want you to get it to the right people. I know what went down in 1985. Sajime is innocent. You need to clear his name. This proves this. Kiryu's like, Alright, I guess. But what about you? He's like, I'm going to go turn myself in. So we walk down to the police station. Lo and behold, there's somebody at the police station demanding to see Sajime. Oh, look, it's his sister. 
she's already made the Okinawa just like she says she would. Wants to see Sajime before his big execution. And Kiryu's like, um, why are you looking for Sajime? She's like, that's my brother. I wanted to go see him before he was executed. Well, you're not going to find him. He's in Kamarocho because he, uh, he washed up on the shore and I sent him on his way. And she's like, what? Quit the so, game attack. Yeah, no kidding, right? So, um, we go to, we go to, oh, it, it was the, the old Yakuza in Okinawa's, um, office, the rival one. I can't remember the name of it. But, um, we go there to talk. And, uh, as we're having this discussion, uh, the police show up and are surrounding the building. And Kiryu's like, okay, these are not normal police. Hamazaki knows exactly who they are. Oh, yeah. it's the, it's the warden and the police or the guards from the penitentiary number two. This guy the again. Same guy, Saito. Yeah. Uh-huh. Holy crap. This guy sucks. Yeah. And this a game, guy. this game has harder fights, I feel like, than any other game we've fought. Oh, oh, don't worry. <laughs> we will most certainly talk about that. Because I thought that earlier when we were fighting Saito in the prison. Yeah, no, oh, every back. time, oh. yeah, he still sucks. <laughs> he still sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's horrible. Like, his, and I, I've ran into it with, with other Yakuza games, too, where I don't know what to do. I'm, yeah. I, I'm only limited to what I can do as far as like combos go. And I feel like I will do a combo. They'll either counterattack or they'll just block. And then after my finisher, I'm left open. Then they punch me. And yeah. I'm just like, what am I doing wrong? What should I be doing? Is there a counter to what this person is doing? And yeah. I, for the yeah. life of me, cannot find it. I feel like if the game had done that, it would have been a much different game because I I kind of just felt like a, a lot of these fights were just grinds and you're just basically trying to outlive the opponent. Like I would get some hits in, they would get some hits in, but I never felt like I was being smart about what I was doing other than, you know, some people – it seemed to work better if you would like – block their attacks and just wait for that split second after they attack. Sometimes that would work. Sometimes it felt like charged moves would work, but not always. Yeah. Um, it's it's why I think the last section with Tanamura was probably my favorite, just because he had that built-in kind of counter, and that totally changed the fights to, for me. Partially, yes. But I don't know. We'll get into what he has to deal with a little bit later on. Because even Kiryu here, I'm just like, I, I'm just doing the same stuff. I don't feel like there's advanced moves or certain moves that really fit. Like, you know, it, it doesn't feel like a puzzle where I'm trying to figure out the pattern or figure out how to really understand a lot of these opponents. Yeah. It's just, you know, it was just get, keep punching and occasionally one or two in every combo might land. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I feel, which is the reason why I am very excited to play Like a Dragon because it's turn-based. Yeah. 
change it up a little bit, guys. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I had I had a rough time with this. Yeah, me too. But anyway, um, so yeah, I had to beat all the guards up, and Hamazaki's like, "You guys go on without me. I'll hold these guys off." You need to make it back to Camarocho. And he, as they leave the building, he falls over and he has blood on his shirt from what looks like a, a bullet wound, which had maybe opened up again. I don't know. Yep. Reopened during the fight. Yeah. So, uh, we don't know what happens to him. We do find out a little bit later on though. So Kiryu now is uh, going to be heading to Camarocho to, uh, well, try and find everybody. This chapter two is actually kind of short too, relatively short. Yeah. Just, uh, just actually just walking around the city. You don't even get into a fight, I don't think. But, uh, yeah, he makes it there and then. Of course, the first first order of business is let's go talk to Majima. Yeah, that was crazy. But uh, when we go and talk to Majima, oh, Millennium Tower police are all surrounded by it, and they're escorting Majima out in handcuffs. Did, did I miss something, or did they not bring that up again in the rest of they, the game? We we do not see Majima again for the rest of the game. Okay, I was like, I was like, there's no way they. They have Majima walking out in handcuffs, and that's just the end of it. Never see him again. Never see him again. It's crazy. Yep. I just, uh, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> yeah. They just kind of just forgot about your second character in the game. I say that, but these other people have taken the limelight. Yeah. And I mean, I guess in some ways it's. I mean, I don't want to give away too much, but it, you know, it, it does tie into one of the other characters' like narratives. So there's some value for him having been arrested story-wise, but it just—it it seems like he's a very big character to have disappear like that. Yeah, you'd think they'd have something at the very end, just him talking to Kiryu or something. Yeah. So yeah, um, what we do find out. Is that um, I think we have a cutscene with Tani Mora, and what I originally so I, I screwed up twice. Uh, in the last episode, I said that the the nerdy uh, captain of Tani Mora was the guy from 1985, the chief of 1985. That's wrong. It wasn't him, obviously, because we see him later on. But also. We think he kidnapped the Chinese family that Tony Moore was living with, and there's a gunshot. It wasn't actually him killing them. It was him shooting himself. Oh, yeah. And it's just kind of like an off comment. Yeah. Yeah, he killed himself. Like, he couldn't just show that? I don't know. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's the end of chapter two. Um, the only thing, uh, 
the only thing that uh, Majima says as he's being carted off is that um, who's the uh, Kiryu asks him who's responsible for this and he says Daigo Dojima getting me out of the way essentially yep so uh, up next we have uh, chapter 3 um this stuff is starting to blend together and I can't remember chapter 3 yeah interesting that it starts off and Date's been drugged and Lily's gone disappeared that's right I forgot we ran back into Date. Which, it's a uh, little awkward. I mean, at the beginning of this chapter, I guess being the fourth time, it it started to feel a little bit formulaic when you go in and you're like, oh, now you've got a hideout. And you can come back here and save. And I'm just like, no shit. Yeah, they do it with everybody. You now have access to a hideout. Also, you yeah. can save here and your health replenishes while you're there. And they, they clearly need to do that for each character, but it, it just feels – it makes it feel a bit more gamey because you see it four times in the game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well. But yeah, we were – chapter two, we dropped off Lily. I keep calling her Lily because I can't – Yasko, I think is her name. Yasko, yeah. Yeah. We drop her off at Serena, which <laughs> – I messed up. I messed up again. I was thinking Sky Finance took over the the area that Serena was in. No, it's above Serena. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Serena yeah, we, was on the second floor. Yeah, Sky Finance is on the third floor. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we drop off Lily at uh, at Serena. Lo and behold, Date's running it, uh, but. He's just temporarily running. He's still he's still a reporter. He just promised Mama that he would run it until she came back from vacation. Is what he said. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we leave Lily there, and then we go off and and find Majima. When we come back to Serena to reconvene, whoops, Date's knocked out, and we like okay, what happened? He's like, I don't know. I just, we had a drink together and I passed out. Wait, Lily knocked you out? She roofied you? He's like, I guess. Nothing else happened. <laughs> yeah, nobody else. Nobody else broke in and like wasted the joint. Yeah. Okay, why would Lily do that? Well, she's obviously got, she's got something up her sleeve. I guess she's going to go look for her brother. Unfortunately, uh, well, she also uh, gets kidnapped in the process. Um, her and, well, her and uh, her brother get kidnapped. Um, she, yep. oh, go ahead. I was just going to say this next section was not great for me because I had paused after, I, as soon as I was out there looking for her. And I just had no idea where she was. And because you only get to see her for like a glimpse as she's running in a particular direction. Right. But I, I either missed it or paused it and then picked it back up a couple of days later. And I'm like, all right, wh wh where'd she go? And I'm just like kind of wandering around the city looking for her. Uh-oh. 
and it, it does luckily tell you that she's in a particular square. So I went back there and just kept wandering around till it triggered something, but it was not the smoothest chase that's ever happened in the history of cinematic chases. <laughs> yeah, she runs into the uh, to the underground. Made about as much sense as <laughs> chasing someone on a boat, and then they just stop and wait for you. Yeah, to continue chasing them. Yeah. Oh, I see her. There she is. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get in too big of a hurry. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she goes into the uh, underground. Um, how does she know to go here? Yeah, I don't know. How does she know to go there? And how how does the game keep trying to make us go underground and there's nothing to really do down there? The, the first, maybe it was just in the first section, the first four chapters, you know, I'm walking around collecting garbage, really trying to build up this garbage economy. And then every other section where that's been an option, I've been like, ah, that was a waste of time. I'm not doing that again. Yeah. I mean, this I one's obviously. Really supposed to, right? Not, definitely not here. Well, she goes underground because you're, you're, she meets up with, with, uh, Akiyama and, uh, Tiny Mora. Yep. So maybe she was told by them to meet down there. I don't know. They never actually mentioned that. Yeah. But needless to say, she, she meets up with, with, uh, Akiyama and, uh, Tiny Mora. And those two guys think that Kiryu is chasing after her. He obviously looks like a Yakuza. Like, it is nope. kind of funny, like <laughs> mistaken identity. He's chasing after a helper, and they're like, "Oh, who's this? Who's this creep that's following her around? Look, yeah. who looks like a kidnapper." <laughs> Does he? I, I don't know. He's wearing a fancy suit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they and, and all they had to do. Like they they tell her go ahead we'll stop this guy. All they had to do was hang on to her for a second and let her turn around. It's like oh that's Kiryu. Don't worry about him. Yeah, or have a conversation because they kind of have a conversation. He says because that's what I you know that's what I always expect is going to happen in a situation like this. He's not going to get the chance to say that he's a good guy and then they're going to fight. But in this case he actually does and he says look I'm just here to protect her. And they say, "Oh, we, well, we don't believe you." So that's exactly. Fight. That's exactly what a kidnapper would say. <laughs> yeah, suspicious. So, but then yeah, they get into a fight. Suspicious. Like, how how does him beating them up give them any more confidence that he's not a kidnapper? I don't know. I guess to you know interrogate him after beating him up. But there's a problem. They're fighting Kazuma Kiryu. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Yeah. I didn't find this fight difficult at all. No, I didn't either. I actually thought this one was almost strangely easy. I'm yeah, like, oh, these are main was. characters. They must be harder than a normal boss. All right. But uh, no, Kiryu wipes the floor with him. And it's like, morons, I'm on your side. <laughs> and so we continue on into Purgatory. And we, um, when we get to purgatory, everybody's beaten up. Uh oh. Did, did they know at this point 
that he was a good guy? Because they, they came barging in, and I, I wasn't sure if they were chasing him in there or if they were just following him. Uh, possibly following him? I'm not sure. Because I don't think they had, like, a, any kind of post-beatdown conversation, did they? At I least not, not one that was shown. I don't remember one. I don't remember either, now that you mention it. They may have just been following him or chasing after him, and they see all this madness going on in Purgatory. But yeah. all these guys are beat up. The, the florist himself has been beat up. And he's like, where's Yasko? Where's Taiga? Floris is like, yep. The, uh, he knows Siwa took them. Is it Katsuragi? Is that his name? Katsuragi, yep. Yeah, Katsuragi took him. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's not all. Yeah. <laughs> they also took a lot, a lot of money. Well, is is this all, this is also when you get the big reveal about Kido, Kido, right? Yeah. So is it is it in this cutscene or is it the cutscene before? Because mm. we get a cutscene with with Katsuragi there, and then Kido shows up. Yeah, certainly right around this area. Yeah. So, we find out that Kido, uh, one of the little lieutenants of the, uh, what was the Enterprises, what's it called? Kanamura. Kanamura Enterprises? I think so. Yeah. Uh, has, uh, betrayed, uh, the Tojo clan and has went with the Inosiwa clan or family. Or clan, it's clan, and uh, has stolen one hundred billion yen out of Sky Finance. Cute, Doctor Evil. Yep. And poor, poor Akiyama's like, damn, that's all my money. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, to be honest with you, I kind of saw it coming. I did too, because he never put a freaking code on his lock are you kidding me yeah just a big button press this button see what happens open secret vault by pushing giant button there you go so I store all my cash yep Kido while he was waiting for Akiyama he presses that button and sees all that money and is like oh snap I can use this to my advantage I'm gonna make something of myself you only get one shot Yep, only get one shot. Thanks. Thanks, Rabbit. Yep. <laughs> so, so Sajima told him, right? Yeah. Poor Sajima. He's just caught in the middle of all this. Yeah, he took his shot and was punished for his entire life for something he didn't actually do. Which is funny, he never, never got the opportunity like Kido has here. Yep. But, uh, so, yeah. They were, alright, gotta come up with a game plan. We still got Katsuragi's number. Kiryu's like, let me call him. 
Because we got what he wants, and he's got what we want. So, why don't we do a trade? So, Kiryu calls him and is like, so, I want that money back. I also want your two hostages back. He's like, yeah, well, what could you possibly have that would uh, make me give that to you? (laughs) I have a wonderful ledger from the penitentiary number two. Maybe you've heard of it. Yeah, maybe you've heard of it. You know, the secret penitentiary that doesn't exist. Also was funded by your blood money. Your name's all over this ledger. And it links you to the police. And he's like, oh God, I need that back. (laughs) Okay, we'll set up a meeting. And that's because he wants leverage against Munakata. Yeah. So, all right. Meet me at the top of Kamarocho Hills. Everything happens on a rooftop. (laughs) All of these games. It's very dramatic. Always start, always end on a rooftop. So. I've seen Die Hard one too many times. Yeah. So we, uh, we gear up, get ready. He's like, because I don't plan on having you alive by the time you make it to the top of this building. Yeah, I but, like this argument. Either all of my men will kill you and I'll just take the ledger, or you'll beat them up, and by the time you get to us, you'll be too tired to kill us. To kill me. Exactly. <laughs> I like that logic. We want you just tired enough not to kill us. Yep. So, we run the gauntlet. Climb up this entire freaking building. Yep, lots of fights. Tons of fights, tons of fights. We run into different styles of enemies like the one guy with the baton yeah the one guy with the shotgun far and away the most annoying enemy i feel like in the back half of this game and in this game more than any other people lunge at you just to grab your arms and hold them hold you down hold you yeah hold you from behind the back yep yep and like every once in a while like okay that's that's a move that they have but there were some fights here where I was like, I spent like I felt like I spent half the fight being held. Yeah, it's this old school Yakuza feel. We're gonna get it again in Yakuza Five. Yakuza Six is based off of, or, or you know, you know, we played the Yakuza Two remaster and how good that felt. Yeah, Yakuza Six is gonna feel that good because it was the remaster of Two was built on the Yakuza Six engine. Ah, okay. Which I believe is also the engine that Judgment's on. I can't wait to get to six. Because, <laughs> <laughs> man, these games are rough. They kind of yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're very strange to me because some parts are just awful, but a lot of it is, is really, really good. I mean, the story and a lot of the characters here, I, I really enjoyed, but... Man, some parts are just really awkward. Like, some yeah. of these fights, and a lot of the fights in the last quarter of this game are a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> We're going to get to that. <laughs> so, make it up at the top. 
and Kasaragi's there. He's got both, uh, well, both siblings. You got Taiga, Sajime, and his sister. And he's like, okay, we're going to do a trade. Kaido's there as well. Kaido, he's like, okay, Kaido, I want you to take Lily to Kiryu. You're going to take the ledger. And we're going to do a trade. We'll leave. There's the money. Big pile of, uh, of suitcases full of money. And that'll be it. Well, we do the trade. He throws Lily into our arms. He gets the ledger and he's like, okay, Kaido, kill them both. And Kaido pulls out his gun, aims it at Kiryu, and then swings it around and shoots Katsuragi. I like the whole down the barrel, like first person look. <laughs> yeah, that around. was actually, that was pretty good. And we sh- and he shoots him multiple times, and I'm like, oh okay. Also, yeah, right in the chest I've, like I, four times. I, I've already learned this. I've already learned this, especially in this game. They've established it. So there's two factors in this. The first factor is there was no blood yep. shown. This game that, that was my very first thought. Blood. Yeah, yeah, this even in regular loves, fights. Yeah, I mean, dude, people look like they're almost fucking dead. They look like Batman got a hold of them. Yeah. And Especially it, some people do these like special moves with like the knee to the face or the stomp to the head where it, it looks like the head is actually crushed. Like you've yeah. popped it like a watermelon. Yeah. But they but this game loves its blood. There was no blood when he got shot. And then the second factor is this is a Yakuza game where you can get shot 8 million times and not die. So he falls over. Ho ho, he's dead. Mm-hmm. He's dead. And then Kaido's like, So I'm not doing this for you. And he brings the money down. It's on an elevator. The elevator comes down slowly. Oh, look who it is. A guy we haven't seen for over half the game now. <laughs> that is, God, I, I forgot his name. I'm, blink, I'm blanking now. Arai? Arai, Arai. He's there. And he's like, yep. This money goes to Arai. Well, we think so. And then Arai's like, you did a good job. And he pulls out a gun and shoots Kato. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many betrayals in this game. Yeah. Almost to the point where doesn't really make sense. I mean, it, everything seems logical enough. Yeah. Right? Like, their rationale for the betrayal seems logical. It's just so many double crosses, it's hard to know. It's hard to take any, I guess, trust that anyone is actually with anyone. It's like that, it's the episode of Community where everybody's betraying everybody. Yeah. And double crossing everybody. And at the end of it, everybody has a gun. And they're all <laughs> fake guns, but the other person doesn't know it. <laughs> If nobody knows what I'm talking about, look, just look up community gun scene. <laughs> that would be the, that's the best thing. <laughs> anyway, um, 
Yeah. Kaido shot and Kiryu's all pissed. I'm going to get my revenge on you. And he's like, we'll see you later. And then leaves. But he leaves the money. Then Kasaragi gets back up. Ha ha ha, laughing. I'm not dead. I have a bulletproof vest on. The only smart person in this entire scene was Sajime. Or Sajima. Because Sajima, while he had his mouth bound, was like, that dude's still breathing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yep. He, uh, he comes up, he gets untied, and he, he's gonna go pound him, kill him. He decides not to. You're not worth it. As he's walking away, Katsuragi pulls out a gun, shoots him in the arm. Bam. And he's getting ready to shoot again. And nope. Lily jumps in the way. Gets shot in the back. Another classic classic scene. Yep. And she slowly walks toward Katsuragi. Katsuragi's like, oh my God, stay away from me. And starts shooting wildly. Misses every shot. Even though she's not moving very fast. And he's nope. just sitting there. Yep, and he's just laying on the ground. The, that's another thing in this game. Another another thing in the Yakuza series is either people are terrible shots or they're the most accurate people on the planet. Yep. Because a little bit later on, Tani Mora has, has impeccable aim to, to completely miss somebody on purpose. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, uh, he misses every shot and she pulls out a gun, the same gun that Tani Moore gave her to use in emergencies, shoots Katsuragi directly in the head. That's when you know they're dead for good. Yeah. You have to see them get shot in the head. If they don't get shot in the head, they're coming back. Especially if they do a slow, like a, a reeling fall. Then yeah. you know they're definitely dead. I really yeah. emphasize that headshot. Yeah, the the slow mo fallback. Yeah. Yep. And then uh Lily, Sajima's sister, falls over. Doesn't have much of a uh a death speech. <laughs> yeah, and that's then true. and then actually she dies. And yep, Sajima is not happy about this at all. So, cut to the final chapter of this game, the final part of this game. It's called Requiem. And this is the final showdown. We got Kiryu, Tanimura, Sajima. Akiyama, all sitting in Serena. So it's kind of cool to see them all together. Yeah, just be, you know, it, it kind of feels like you finally built the something. You, you've assembled the team, right? And and everything's kind of come together. So they they have tried to connect this as best they can. All the events that took place in two thousand five and Yakuza one are coming to fruition now in 2010. 
with Yakuza 4. So, we got to come up with a plan. There's a lot of people wanting this money. There's a lot of people wanting this ledger. All this information that we have, we got to draw. We got to draw some people out. Well, who are we going to draw out? Well, obviously, the police will show up. Also, the Tojo clan will show up. That's a lot of money for them. And there's a few extra people in there that I think will really want this information as well as this money. So why don't we take the money, put it in the out in the open. Let's say the rooftop of the Millennium Tower. <laughs> you know, just throwing that out there. Right? You know, it could be anywhere, but definitely a rooftop. Yeah, definitely a rooftop. And we'll just put the word out there. Hey, we have 100 billion yen sitting on the roof of, of the Millennium Tower for anybody to have. And everybody will show up. And then we can confront them one by one. So that's exactly what they do. They have a little memorial for, uh, for Lily. And then one by one they go off and get ready. And I say this because the game tells you, hey, at this point you can switch characters and do things. Yep. And I said, I'm good. So I started it. Wait, you started what? You went and talked to Date and started the next section? Yes. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> because this this is a very odd chapter for me because it felt like there was a half an hour of cutscenes. Yep. Then you've got some free time to pick up some juice. And then you've got a lot of fights with no breaks to save in between them. Yep. So, in the words of the Foo Fighters, I got another confession to make. I didn't actually beat this game. What? Yep. Nope. I made it to the last fight and lost so many times it said, would you like to put this on easy? I said, yes. Tried it three more times. Couldn't beat it. It was now 1030 at night. I had to go to bed because I had to wake up at 5 a.m. Wow. So, no. I did not beat this game. I did watch the ending on YouTube. Fuck that last fight. <laughs> I was going to say fuck all four of them because... Well, they all suck. They all suck. But here's the yeah. problem. I can handle one guy. I can drink a bunch of energy drinks and outlive the other guy. I cannot fight ten guys, a big dude, and a dude shooting at me. Yep. Even on easy. So, before we get into that, there's a few more portrayals we have to do. Yeah, before that section, though, I, I thought it was a bit of overkill, but I did go through with all four characters, run over to Popo's, and load up on sushi. Fill every last spot in my inventory with sushi. Well, I did not do that. Then I went back to Date. Yeah. I didn't do that, and 
there were a few characters that were heavily stocked, and then there were two characters who were not heavily stocked. I bet you can guess which one one of them was. Yeah, I would have had a tough time in this last section without more health items. Yeah. So. We put the big stack of money. It's not in cases anymore. It's just a big stack of money. Right in the middle of the helipad on the Millennium Tower. As a pyramid. Nice symmetrical pyramid. Yep. And... Unlike what he had in his vault, because he was getting dangerously close to Scrooge McDuck levels. Yeah, no. No, that was... If some of those stacks had fallen over, he could have, like, slept in there or swam in there. Done a lot of weird things with that money. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. We, uh... We just let it sit there, and people start coming in. First one to show up, Daigo Dojima. And I'm like, oh, okay, Daigo's here. And I was like, what's he? What? I, I get he wants the money, sure, but he's, uh. Yeah, what's he going to do to get that money? Yeah. And I, I was I was very confused. I was like, hmm, I thought he's a good guy, right? Yeah. I'm actually – well, I'll save it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say that I – given that bit of conflict that you just mentioned, he's probably the character I'm most interested in following into the next game. Yeah. Because, Cause... you know, he, he was a good guy. He's dealt with some stuff. Made some bad decisions, maybe, and I assume there would be then some repercussions for all of this that he's done in Yakuza yeah. 5. So, Kaido, we thought, betrayed the Tojo clan. Nope, that was all a ruse. Daigo told him to do it. So that way so. <laughs> he could get closer to it. How many people has he been partnered with in the last 20 minutes of this game? You know, I can't figure it out. He was with the Tojo clan. Yeah, he was with Katsuragi. Yep. And he was working with Katsuragi. And then apparently he betrayed him to work with Arai. And then Arai shot him. And he was like, well, I was actually with Daigo the whole time. Because he's still alive. He's not dead. He's still alive. Yeah. Kaido's there. Arai's there. And Arai is like, so you sold out another clan to benefit the Tojo clan. No honor among thieves, huh? He's like, well, you you betrayed your own clan too, boss. He's like, I was never part of the Tojo clan. Like, what are you talking about? He throws out a wallet. Bam, opens up. Oh, look. He's been a cop this entire time. Arai was a secret undercover cop who pretended to be a Yakuza. 
to basically infiltrate and make sure all this money was going to the penitentiary. But now he's decided he's going to just take over everything for himself. I mean, the kind of kind of person who's going to go through that long of a con for those type of reasons. Yeah, right. Know, maybe maybe don't trust them to be the most upstanding and hold stand up to their word. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, the police chief himself shows up wanting that money. Who's got to be That's the most gonna... pompous character in the game. Yeah, definitely. And he's there, and he's like, yep, I don't really care about you, Arai. We don't really need you anymore. We got this money. In fact, I brought a bunch of my boys with me. SWAT team, bam, shows up. And then out of nowhere, a helicopter flies in. It's it's our boys. The boys are back. The boys are back in town. So all four of the main characters are in the helicopter, and as they're flying down, all the money starts just blowing away. And it start, it's just like Millennium Tower all over again. Yep. Money's Except going they, everywhere. They never show that shot of the money falling. It's all up in the air, and it's swirling around them like snow, but they never kind of show anyone on the street picking it up, do they? Yeah, they do. Do they? Okay. Yeah, people are picking it up whenever the the next thing starts blowing away. Yeah, the, yeah, the next thing I saw them picking up. Yeah. So, yeah. We land, and they're like, okay, we're going to take our respective assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're like uh, opinions, right? Everyone's got one. Yeah. Each of, the, each of these four has their own. And then it's got to be kicked. <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, we uh, we first start off with Akiyama, who is going to uh, take on Arai, the the man he backed and was betrayed by. Uh, this fight was very long. Yep. But I, uh, Akiyama was still pretty well equipped for it, as far as energy drinks goes. Yep. After beating him, we switch over to uh, Majime. Or Majima, not Majima. Sajima. Sajima. There's so many names. Who's taking on Kaido? Gonna he, he created this monster of telling him to have, he's only got one shot, you better do the best you can with it. You gotta teach him a lesson. Uh, so he did not have many energy drinks on him mm. so this fight was a little difficult I didn't think he was that bad yeah I didn't think he was too bad the only thing that burnt me a little bit is I think Sajima's got the one where he does his like spinning pile driver if you charge uh -huh. it and that didn't seem as effective here as it was in Sajima's proper section so I didn't have my one like easy out but I think I ended up lucking out. I think this was the fight where they ended up just with a bunch of scripted sections. Yeah, once you get them to a certain amount of health, you do like the the button presses and then yeah. feel the heat or whatever. Yeah, yeah and this one was just a, a little bit slow for me again. It wasn't too bad, but 
Yep. And then uh, Kiryu takes on Dojima himself, the the sixth chairman. And uh, this fight sucked. Yep. This fight really sucked. He has counters to everything. Yep. And I was just like, man. But Kiryu, he had the most energy drinks. I mean, he was stacked. Honestly, I thought he was going to be the, like the the guy that to you know in the game. Yeah, me too. How, how wrong I was. <laughs> and then finally, Tony Mora takes on the police chief, but not just the police chief. He takes on his goons as well. So I have to explain this. The police chief has a gun. Occasionally he will take two shots at you. If you get shot, if you do not dodge when he shoots, you will get stunned. You are now surrounded by up to ten people, some of which have knives, which are very fast and will slash you. I could not tell you how many times I got into just a stun lock. Dead. Didn't even get to move, didn't get to do nothing. I, th- I thought that happened to me more during Kiryu's fight. Where I, I just felt like I would get chained. It would be six, eight, like nine hits in a row, and then maybe I'd get one in. Or yeah. maybe they'd just block it, and then I'd get hit another eight times. I'm like, I, I felt like there were points where I would go through an entire life bar worth of life, you know, using a, using a health potion to... Make sure I don't die, but in in an entire life bar, sometimes I felt like I would only get two punches in. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, man, this is if I can't figure out how to, how to improve this efficiency, like two hits per energy drink is not going to be enough to take any boss down. No, it was it was bad. Yeah, I, I actually I, thought this last one was not as hard as Kiryu's. Dude, you're out of your mind. Dude, are you kidding me? I got beat here so many times they asked me to bump it down to easy. I said, yes, it's getting late. I tried it three more times, and I couldn't beat it. I turned the game off. Mm. I I was so frustrated with this. I was like, really? I cannot believe this. Like, you're going to make me fight 11 dudes, one of which is shooting at me, who gets an instant stun if I don't dodge it. Yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of time early on in this fight just kind of dodging around, picking my one or two hits. But really, the, the the one thing that saved me in this fight was that most of the bosses, when you try to grab them, they just kind of shrug you off. But all of the regular goons in this section didn't do that. Not one of them did that. So I, I think I had also done an upgrade in this fight to where – like throwing an enemy does more damage or something. So I, I ended up doing a lot of like grabs and then the triangle to like kick them away. So yeah. not only would I like incapacitate them, but I think also when when I would grab them, I wouldn't be able – like the, the bullets wouldn't hit you. A slash wouldn't hit you. So I was kind of like – I was incapacitating one, making myself invincible, and then taking that one out of commission while also often throwing him into others – 
so I ended up like every time I would do that, I'd get four or five like little benefits out of it for the next two or three seconds. Couple that with Tanamura's ability to counter almost anything yeah. with his, you know, with his turn blue ability. And none of the regular guys basically hit me at all. So I, I basically just suffered through Munakata's bullets and then just, just focused on everyone else. Yeah. I, I but it, it was it. really the throw that, that, that changed that. Grab yeah. him with circle and then hit triangle to kick him away. I guess I could have done it, but like I said, it was already like 1030 at night. And I was like, I got to go to bed. I got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, I very awkwardly was doing this fight at about 5.30 this morning before <laughs> I went to work. Um, so I, I basically said, like, if I don't finish it right now, I'm not going to be able to finish it tonight before the recording. Yeah. But I, I just YouTube the ending. Yeah. I'll so, tell you yeah. what, though. Munakata himself doesn't have any ability to stop you. No. So no. it felt very, very rewarding finally getting to him. Actually, I beat him when there was still one of his guards left. Because at yeah. the end, I'm like, you know, I if I can kill him, maybe the fight just ends and I don't have to worry about that last guard. Uh, but sadly, no. even with him taken out, I had to go back and finish off the last guard and then, then get the cutscene. Yeah. We, um, we beat him, beat everybody. And, uh, justice for the murder of his father. That's right. But he, uh, <laughs> he does a really good job of, of missing every shot on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and Arai shows up and he's like, you know what? I'm going to end this. And he decides, nope, I'm going to throw the gun away. I mean, you're going to go to that penitentiary you built, and we're going to rot there together. And, of course, during this time, everybody's kind of happy, even after everybody got beat up. <laughs> Kiri, Kiryu tells uh, Dojima, he's like, you got a lot to answer about. Obviously, you tried to sneak into this and get this money. You had Majima arrested just to get him out of the way because you knew Majima wouldn't go for this. And um, I, I, I knew it when it, when it happened. When Arai threw away the gun, he kind of threw it toward the fucking captain. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that captain's going to pick up that gun. And sure enough, he does. And he's like, you guys don't get it. You can't kill me, and you can't do anything about me, because the police are not going to tarnish their own name just just to bring me down. Yeah, basically, I'm too big to fail. Exactly. And so, they uh, he's like, well, we got one more thing up our sleeve. Another helicopter shows up <laughs> with Date in it. And, uh, Date starts throwing out pages of a newspaper going everywhere. They fall to the ground and it shows basically a, a complete detail how the police chief is completely corrupted. And the police chief is obviously angered at this, pulls out his gun, attempts to shoot Akiyama of all people, 
It hits Akiyama. Right, right in the chest. No blood. Ha ha. And of course, Kiryu's really upset about this. Oh man, are you okay? Where'd he hit you? And he's like, I'm okay. And he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a big stack of money. The bullet hit the money and didn't penetrate it. And he's like, I swear I cannot get away from this freaking money. Yeah, I think the moral of the story here is money solves all problems. That's right. Even bullets. And one last ditch effort after realizing he's been defeated. The police chief reaches for another gun and you hear a gunshot go off and it fades to black. Cuts to two weeks later. We see a newspaper article. Police chief dead by either suicide or suspicious foul play. So it looks like the police chief turned the gun on himself. Yep. Which is funny because any one of them probably would have wanted to shoot him to some degree. True. Very true. But he did it himself. And so looks like um, Date and Kiryu are up on the uh, the roof of the building Serena's at. They're talking. Date has decided to return to the police force. He's actually being picked up by Tani Mora. Uh, Akiyama is uh, in his office and a, uh, a young woman walks up. At first I thought this was going to be somehow Lily survived because she's wearing the <laughs> trench coat and everything. Yeah. And it's not. It's, uh, was it Hana? Hana-chan. Hana-chan. Hana-chan, his uh, secretary. She comes back. She's lost a lot of weight because she said she's been so stressed that she hasn't ate anything. And he's <laughs> like, wow, I don't even recognize you. And they go in. It's actually a pretty fun moment. They, she's like, I've, I want to come back and work for you. Is that okay? And he approaches her in a very meaningful way. And she's getting ready to lean in for a kiss. And he's like, uh, yeah, sure. You want, you want to come back and work for me? <laughs> it was like even playing like dramatic music and it just stops. Yeah. And then he <laughs> runs away. He's like, oh, I've got some yakisoba. Do you want some? Yeah. I got, I got, a, I got some food for you if you're hungry. Yeah, you look like you haven't eaten a thing. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was a pretty fun moment. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like Akiyama in the end. You know, he's fairly lighthearted, you know, easy come, easy go. Trying to do the right thing, not charging interest. It's a good character. Yep. And then Kiryu says, I'm going to be uh, returning back to Okinawa, but I have one more thing I have to do. And it ends. Cut the credits. What? That can't be the end. We we saw only three of our main characters. Oh, don't worry. After that, we see Kiryu, as he always starts almost every game, in the graveyard, looking at all the graves of all the people that's been killed or or he's killed or has been killed while he's in the vicinity. <laughs> and uh He's uh, he's there with Haruka. And he's like, I'll be back in a little while. Got to do this thing. And he walks through the graveyard 
and he is actually at the Tojo clan headquarters. All the Yakuza are there. All the, the soldiers are there. And as Kiryu walks past him, they all bow to him. And I'm thinking, Kiryu has taken over the Tojo clan again. He is now the fourth and seventh. The fourth and seventh chairman. And as he's walking, a car pulls up and a man gets out. And it is Sajima. Looking very spiffy. Very spiffy. He's got his kimono on, looking all spiffy. And uh, Kiryu's like, you ready to do this? He's like, you got it. I won't let you down. And they show a sign saying the inaugural initiation, I guess, of the Sajima family. So they are now creating a family run by Sajima for the Tojo clan. And Daigo is there. I guess as still acting chairman. And, uh. It says Majima was there too. I don't. I must have yeah. looked away and missed him, but. Yeah, Majima was standing there. Yeah, at least he did get out, I guess. Yeah, he got out. So we did he see. Was, he was there with Daigo? Yeah, he was standing there with Daigo. Oh, interesting. That seems like there's some beef that was not <laughs> necessarily resolved, at least on screen. Yeah, no kidding, right? And, uh, yeah. The, the the camera pans up to the sky and thin. That's the end. So, got some emails. Oh, good. Two, two, in fact. Let's see if I can pull them up here. Dun, 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 dun. I have a missed phone call. From my aunt, of all people. I'll have to call her back. First email comes in from Dustin. It's called uh, Yakuza Quattro. Hey guys, it's been a while. Part two of this game was fine. I didn't really buy the whole Stone Cold Killer now. Uh, has regrets Ark Taiga had. I did find it awfully con- convenient that both of them washed up on fr- in front of Kiryu's orphanage, <laughs> like you guys said. Yeah. Part three of Tony with Tony Moore was my least favorite part. I didn't like his fighting style one bit oh. and was bored the entire part with him. Well, I was the opposite. I found it utterly stupid when they were explaining how Tiger shot everyone with rubber bullets. Did he not check the guns before he used them? Yeah, or I not notice think, that there was no blood? <laughs> yeah. I would think he would notice those bullets were different. Yeah. Part four I don't remember much too much of. They just kept piling plot twist on top of plot twist in this game. And honestly, I was over it. It feels like they were trying to outdo themselves uh, each with with each new entry in this case. I think less would be, would have been more. Yeah. Now the part that made me absolutely pissed off. It was part five. And an obvious boss battle was coming up, so I went out of my way to stock up on a bunch of healing items for Kiryu. (laughs) When I finally go to the bosses, I figured out pretty quick all the healing items were not shared, but instead kept separate. I had enough for Akiyama and Taigo, or Taiga, uh, and way too much for Kiryu. 
when I got to Tanimura, the shittiest dude in the game, I had one freaking health potion. Instead of one guy, you have to fight a whole army of police and maybe one guy will drop a health potion. I dropped the difficulty down to easy and I would get down to the final two or three guys and just could not pull it off. I was pissed. So basically, I had to reload a previous save, stock up on it with Tanimura for sure, and basically hate play the rest of this game. This is now my least favorite Yakuza. <laughs> it started off okay since I like Akiyama and thought he was interesting. Was okay in part two since I don't like or hate Taiga. He just, he's just there. Became boring and plot kept ballooning in part three. And I hate Tanimura. And of course, part four was fine since we finally were playing as Kiryu, who is only second to Majima. So my rankings would probably be as follows from best to worst. Zero, two, three, one, four. I've heard five gets to be uh, long, but I'm hoping the story is better since that's the main reason I play because we all know it's not for the combat. <laughs> See you next game. Dustin, P.S. God Hand was robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And our next email comes in from Chad. Uh, Phoenix Down, the future of Yakuza. Howdy crew, even though I'm not playing along with the Yakuza series, I'm still enjoying the conversation and reminiscing. I figured I would just drop a quick email with a few teasers of what lies ahead for the rest of the series. Oh, Yakuza, nice. Yeah, Yakuza 5, a side character returns and takes center stage as a playable character for the first time. Any thoughts on who do you think that is? A side character... Takes center stage as a playable character for the first time. So it's not Majima. Yeah. A side character. Side character. Be cool if it was Daigo. So I really want to see him dealing with the repercussions of this game. No kidding, he, right? Even though if him and Majima have already made up by the end of this, maybe there's nothing left to resolve. Maybe. You know what? The only people that's still kind of friggin' alive. Maybe Dante. the guys who run, uh, well, Date, Date be a good one. Maybe the guys that run Stardust, the Korean oh, yeah. guys. <laughs> maybe the Korean guy, maybe the Korean mafia comes in. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I honestly don't know because I haven't played Yakuza 5. Apparently, I, I didn't play Yakuza 4, apparently, because I don't remember any of this game. Yeah. I thought I had. It says also, uh, Drew will get to show off his beat star skills in this game. Oh, good. I'm not that good. You're better than me at it. <laughs> Yakuza 6. This game was first released in Japan in 2016, worldwide in 2018, and features a relatively annoying game mechanic with Death Stranding, which released in 2019. Maybe Kojima enjoys the Yakuza series. What does the end of Kiryu's saga actually mean? Have any mm. theories? I guess the big question is, does he die? I don't think Cosmic Kiryu dies. No. I think I think he finally retires from everything and just runs the orphanage. Do you think he turns his back on Tojo Clan, disbands it? 
That's sets a good it question. on a path towards community service? That's a good question. I'm not sure. I think, honestly, I think in the end, I, I feel like Majima will become the, the chair, the next chairman. Mm. I think. At some point, he's going to be the only, <laughs> the only one with enough longevity. Yeah, no kidding, right? I don't know. I don't. I can go ahead and say I don't think Kiryu dies. Yeah. I, I, think, I would agree. I, I think he just retires and just runs his orphanage with his kids. The other question, the better question is, does 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 Kiryu ever settle down? That's the bigger question. Does Kiryu find friend? love? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Got kind of close to the police lady. Yeah. The detective. Sayama. We'll see. Judgment. Beyond the setting, this game really doesn't have any crossover with Yakuza's story and can be played at any point. Like a dragon. This game does have crossover with Yakuza, at least following the events of Yakuza 5. Lost Judgment. Unlike the first game, this one has some minor crossover with Like a Dragon that surprised me a little. Mm. It's an interesting little universe they've built for themselves. Till next time, I'll be joining you for Control. Oh, nice. And there you go. Thank you both for those emails. I appreciate that. So, Matt, final thoughts on Yakuza 4? This is a tough one. I feel yeah. I feel like I didn't like it in the beginning. I kind of grew to like it quite a lot as I start to saw the, start to see the structure and how the stories kind of interact with each other and you know, kind of grew a little bit to appreciate the characters more. Because they generally have okay arcs, at least. And then it kind of went downhill again at the end. Because of the overly complex backstabbing and the kind of tough combat. Not just tough, like, there's a lot of ways that you could make the bosses tough. I felt like this was just tough because I didn't have anything in my arsenal to use. Yeah. And that, so I just felt very limited in, in what I could do. And then, so, you know, it's not like something like or Dark Souls where I've got all kinds of things at my disposal, but I just am not good enough. This, yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know what to do to be better. Yeah. That's the thing is like, I don't, I don't, it, there, there's, there's boss fights. All the boss fights in Yakuza, I feel like are either really easy or I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. But I, I feel the exact same way you do. I think, I think, um, I like the change. I like the change of, of, you know, combining a bunch of stories together. Yeah. And I like and how then, they did it where it wasn't just four separate stories that come together in the end. I like that they were kind of weaved together throughout, throughout the play. Yeah, definitely. So I, I think they handled it pretty well. I did, 
I I actually really appreciated the fact that they they tried to loop everything back together. So basically, events that took place five years ago and another sparked, games. yeah, sparked yeah. things that happened in this game. So yeah, try, trying to keep that continuity tight, kind of thing. Yeah, that first hour of the game, it feels like you're playing something almost unrelated. Yeah. And then by the end of it, not only is the game itself tight, but yeah, it's 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 fairly tightly weaved into the rest of the Yakuza universe, and I, I did really appreciate that, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm excited to see where Yakuza 5 goes. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I, I kind of hope that we get to see these characters again. I, I don't kind of like, I kind of expect that we won't. But, you know, do so, we get to see Akiyama again? So, we may see a few of them in 5. I know for a fact Jay Lee has told me one of the things he loves about Yakuza 6 is that every character you have ever met will make an appearance in Yakuza 6. Okay. He said it is like the official send-off for these characters. Yeah, interesting. So. But yeah. That's going to be it for us. Um, if you would like to send us an email, it is drew at ztgd.com. You can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. As uh, we've talked about earlier, Control will be our next game. It won the poll uh, by a significant yeah. amount. Quite handily. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I played probably three hours of control, I think. Um, I liked what I played of it, but I just, you know, review games, Phoenix Down games kind of took precedence over it and I just kind of stopped. Yeah. Uh, I did, it's leaving Game Pass. So anybody out there, I think it's leaving Game Pass this month now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but, uh, I you think can. it's been free on the Epic Game Store. It was. It was. The Ultimate Edition was free on Epic Game Store at one point. And I believe it's either Green Man Gaming or there was another. There's. I saw it. Wario tweeted about it. It's like $8, the Ultimate Edition. It's like $8 right now. Like if you're yep. listening to this, you can go find it for like 8 bucks uh, on PC. So obviously you got to have a PC that can play it. But yep. I'll be playing the Xbox Series X version of the game. I think it was also free on PSN a few months back. Possibly. So we're gonna be uh we're gonna be jumping into control. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, me too. But that's gonna be it for us. I appreciate everybody listening. Thank you so much. Uh we hope you guys have a great week. Until next time. I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we are out of here. We will catch you guys next week with the beginning of Control. Control.